0: With summer closing in, I am so ready to ditch my cold weather clothes and say hello to shorts and tees. But I don't want to just buy what's trendy. I want to update timeless, high quality summer pieces that I can utilize for all seasons and years to come without spending a fortune. And now I've got a lineup of beautiful clothes from Quince that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year.
1: Like premium European linen dresses Blosses and shorts from $30. I'm talking about, babe.
0: There's washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's actually because they partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. I actually just ordered their linen shorts, tops, and pants that I plan to wear for this summer because they're lightweight, and I'm so excited to get them and start planning my Quince capsule wardrobe for my summer travels. Honestly, I have so much Quince clothing, and I love it all.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash husband for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash husband to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash husband when you're traveling do you ever stress about what's happening back home like did you forget to lock up or leave a window open that's why we totally suggest getting simply safe home security today for top-notch security and peace of mind no matter where your summer adventures take you That's actually such a good point i think that is one of the main reasons peyton and i love simply safe as well is Did I lock the front door? Did I do this? Is a window open? You can just tell exactly what's going on in your home.
0: Right, and I I know like when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind to know that your home is okay. There's also a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras that we've installed so we have view of our entire house, every entry point. Plus, I just feel relieved knowing that it's backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day.
1: Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com. HUSBAND. There's no safe like Simply Safe. It was April 3rd, 1994, a snowy Easter Sunday just before 8 in the morning when Heidi made her last transaction at the D&W
0: convenience store in Mexico where she worked and then disappeared.
1: But well, the big question remains tonight where is Heidi Allen? He said they said grabbed her from behind the counter and dragged her out the door
0: and threw her in the back of Michael Bohr's uh, van. I didn't know Michael Bohr had a white van. Well, it's not even,
1: they didn't even bring her in the house. Peter said, please. What do you think happened to Heidi? What was done with her body?
0: He laid down in two areas, which was a sign. It's an indication that there were human remains.
1: All I know is they ended up chopping her up. If they would have put that van on my trailer and Heidi would have been in that van, that's where it would have went, right to the shredder. I've been in this since from day one. There's nothing else I can say. This is the story of Heidi Allen. The
0: story of a small-town kidnapping where corruption got in the way of justice. The truth is finally coming out. This is Peebles for the People. And I'm Alex Peebles. Download and subscribe to Peebles for the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder with My Husband. I'm Peyton Moreland.
1: And I'm Garrett Moreland. And
0: he's the husband. And
1: I'm the husband.
0: We are so excited about what you guys just listened to before our intro song came on. That was our very first cross promo we have ever done. We are so excited to grow this podcast and be able to produce more episodes for you guys. And this is a great way for us to do that. They are actually sharing our podcast on their end as well. So thank you guys for being so supportive of us and expect to hear some more of those in the future.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's crazy to see how every single week this gets a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's been really fun for us. So we hope it keeps getting bigger. And thanks, for everyone, for sharing everything, for being a part of this, for or, leaving reviews. Yeah, we're having a. We're honestly, it's super fun. It is. And we're having fun. a lot of fun doing this. For anyone new listening, that's never listened to our podcast before, I've never heard these stories before. In fact, yesterday when Peyton was researching the murder, she went upstairs to research everything because I I can't I can't hear about it before. It's like.
0: Yeah. So how, so how it works is I love true crime. Garrett hates it. And so I research a story, literally don't tell him anything about it. And this guy doesn't even really know who Ted Bundy is. Okay. So we are starting (laughs) from a clean slate. He knows nothing. And I go research, come in here. First time he's ever hearing any details. First time he's hearing about a story, we get his raw reaction
1: as yeah. someone who doesn't yeah. like true so crime. So if I get lost or and or ask questions sometimes, that's why I just, I know absolutely nothing about this. Yes. But.
0: but guys, I do think we are slowly converting him, okay? I've seen a couple comments about it, and I kind of agree because let me tell you something. Garrett has let me watch CSI Miami every single night this week, and I see him peeking up and looking at it
1: sometimes. <laughs> I using so. you on my computer. In fact, yesterday I said, Okay, we need to change it. I can't watch CSI Miami anymore.
0: Again. And I'm like, crap. I thought, but it was before that you wouldn't even let it be on in the room.
1: I know, it's funny.
0: So we're making progress. No,
1: but just an update for anyone new listening. So yeah. they kind of know what's going on. Awesome.
0: Okay, we're going to jump into it. I think it's going to be, it's a It's a pretty big story this week. So Okay,
1: awesome. Is this a requested story or?
0: Yes, it is. So the lady who sent this in, her name was tiff christensen she sent it in through instagram and i had heard this story before but it had never crossed my mind i think you're gonna just be like what the heck when you hear the story so i'm really excited about it so thank you tiff for sending it in i'm super excited So I'm just going to credit our sources real quick. Uh, There was a 2020 episode on ABC called The Wicked, www.opramag.com, abcnews.go.com, jsonline.com, foxnews.com, thesun.co.uk, crimemuseum.org, and newyorktimes.com. All of those uh, links will be in our episode notes if you want to check them out. In Waukesha, Wisconsin, the biggest suburb of Milwaukee, with a population of around 70,000, Morgan Geyser is sitting alone at school in fourth grade. Peyton Lightner sees Morgan by herself and feels bad. She approaches her and asks to sit with her. Yes, the main character of the story's name is Peyton. Okay. (laughs) We can't all be as cool as us. From that day on, Morgan and Peyton were best friends. In elementary school at the time, Peyton was an animal lover. She was hopeful and positive, the type of girl who would go up to another girl who was sitting alone and make friends with her. Morgan was an outcast. She had been bullied. She feels like Peyton kind of saved her. She finally had a friend in elementary school. Fast forward two years to sixth grade, Anissa Wire moves to Wisconsin and is the new girl in Peyton and Morgan's school. Anissa was similar to Morgan and the two became fast friends Peyton kind of taking the back seat Anissa didn't like Peyton off the bat She wanted Morgan to herself and didn't like that this old friend was always hanging around them
1: This is kind of reminding me already of the mean girls story we did Yes Um, If you haven't listened to that podcast do you remember which episode it is
0: Yeah, it's episode four Skyler niece the real life mean girls. That's a crazy story too But yes, I can see why you're getting that out of this story Okay Um, So, Morgan and Anissa grow closer. Uh, They both discover that they were into horror stories and things that other kids their age didn't really know about yet. As they grew closer, they became more secluded and distant. Other kids at school pegged them as the weirdos. They were always talking about dark things and they only liked each other, which... I mean, what's weird? I mean, I get why these girls were pegged as the weirdos, but I do just want to preface like, everyone's weird. Yeah, everyone's a little weird. Totally. So Peyton actually tried to get out of this friendship with these two other girls. She was like, I'm not, I don't, I don't really talk about the things that you guys talk about. I don't find it interesting. You know, I started this whole friendship because I saw that Morgan didn't have any friends and I felt bad and I want to be friends with her. But now that Anissa is in the, is in the friendship and they've kind of just gone off this weird path. um, She's like, I don't really want to be friends, but Morgan guilted her into staying. She was like, you were my only friend. We were best friends. And so Peyton just kind of hung around anyways. Got it. On Friday, May 30th, 2014, All three girls, who are now 12 years old, decide to have a slumber party. It was Morgan's birthday, which meant she would invite her original best friend, Peyton, um, to Anissa's dismay. They spent the night at Skateland and eating frozen yogurt, which did you have like a skate place in yeah, where you grew up? Yeah, I did. Yeah, there was a us skate two, park. Did it, was it like the coolest thing in middle school or like elementary school to go yeah, to that? Yeah, people
1: used to go there a ton. I know. it was. That's it's so funny, funny that every place it, has that. It kind of turned into like parks for us though. Everyone would hang out at like different parks. Uh, as, as you got older. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, definitely. I can't remember what ours was called, but it was like I used to go in late mm-hmm. elementary school when I was exactly their age, 12 years old. It was the place to be.
1: That's so funny.
0: So after Skateland and frozen yogurt, they go back (laughs) to Morgan's house for a sleepover. Peyton had brought her American Girl doll to play with, um, but Morgan wanted to go to bed early that night, even though it was her birthday. So the girls climb into their sleeping bags and go to bed. The next morning, May 31st, 2014, Officer Dan Klein with the Waukesha Police Department is dispatched to a local video store. Okay, so this is 2014. When did Redbox, like, become and Blockbuster uh, and video stores question. go out?
1: No, because they were pretty, ooh. Because
0: well, I remember doing, like, Redboxes in 2012.
1: Yeah, I remember doing it because that would be, like, my senior. I feel like the kind of. So
0: the fact that a local video store is still running in, in 2014, that kind of surprised me. But maybe yeah. my timeline's off.
1: No, that's a good point.
0: But I'm just thinking, I think my Blockbuster went out in, like, 2013 even. Maybe Could, even before that.
1: Because I feel like Netflix and Hulu and everything started getting really big 2016 maybe. Yes, uh, probably.
0: So anyways, he gets dispatched to this local video store. Um, I guess overnight, the video store's marquee had been messed with. When employees closed up the night before, the marquee read, Hot Hits Sell. Like hot video hits Mm -hmm. sell. But when employees showed up that morning to open shop, hits had been switched up just a little bit to now read hot so oh,
1: that's funny okay
0: <laughs> i just thought that was so funny that little <laughs> and apparently so did officer klein he like was going to take a picture of it to send to his wife to be like mm. oh ha, 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 look what someone did to the local video store sign um but before and after he takes a picture and before he can fill out any paperwork another dispatch comes in to his radio a mile and a half away the body of a 12 year old girl had been found with stab wounds all over oh Officer Klein climbs into his car, responding to dispatch as he's only a mile and a half away upon arrival. The body was in fact, 12 year old Peyton Lightner who had been having a sleepover with her two friends.
1: And what time was this at?
0: This was in the morning. Cause the, the video store was just opening up. Okay. So police contact Peyton's mom who tells them the names of the other two girls, Morgan and Anissa that had, you know, been with her daughter and says they slept at Morgan's house last night. So cops get a hold of Morgan's parents and head to her home. Her mom states that the girls had walked to the park that morning after they woke up and ate breakfast and she hadn't seen them since. Authorities search the house but neither girl is found.
1: Oh, this this is, doesn't look good already.
0: With Morgan and Anisa now possibly missing, police rush to Anisa's home to search there. Upon arrival, Anisa's mom claims that she hasn't seen the girls either. A massive manhunt ensues. Morgan and Anissa are nowhere to be found. Police from all around join in the search for these missing 12-year-olds. Wow. There are helicopters flying around looking. Authorities are worried that these girls, too, could possibly be hurt. Mm -hmm. Around 2.50 p.m., cops find the girls sitting on the side of the freeway on the other side of town. Upon finding the girls dirty and covered in blood but not injured, they ask them how they got there. Morgan and Anissa had walked for five hours after playing at the park that morning. Cops immediately take the two 12-year-olds into custody for questioning.
1: That 12 is young. Young. Like, that's not, that's young.
0: Yeah. Once at the station, Morgan and Anissa are placed into two different rooms to be questioned. At this time in Wisconsin, a child could legally be interrogated without a parent present. Oh. Now, these interrogation tapes are on the internet and you can watch them. I would 100% urge you to look them up if you are at all interested in this case because it was incredibly eerie and vital to the understanding of this case to watch these tapes. But I will do my best to describe the tapes for you and what happened right now on the podcast.
1: Okay. The interrogation tapes, are they actual videotapes or just voice Mm -hmm. recordings?
0: Actual videotapes like of the... This. surveillance camera yeah. that's in the room that the police can go back and use as evidence okay because it is 2014 yeah yeah yeah. so i mean they video every single interrogation wow so the girls um the paperwork stating that they don't need legal counsel present and start the interview keep in mind they're 12 years old so this becomes a point of controversy in this case
1: yeah i'm sure because
0: they didn't even know what they were signing like in the video you were, you're watching they just start reading over the, I mean, they read their Miranda rights and then they're like, Hey, okay, and you can sign them away here and say that you don't want legal counsel present. And they just sign the paper.
1: What about the parents? Where were they in all this? Do you know? So
0: parents, cops can say at this time in Wisconsin, you can't come in.
1: But the, the parents can even tell them, Hey, you I should get legal counsel. Or... No
0: idea. No idea. Okay. The, the parents are interviewed in the 2020 ABC episode and they were just kind of like, We couldn't go in the room we didn't really know what was going on Mm -hmm. almost like the the police hadn't really told them everything that was going on like hey your girls were just found after being missing with blood all over their clothes you know yeah so from the beginning of the two tapes because it's two separate rooms but i'm going to talk about them because i watched the tapes simultaneously okay anisa is scared She has a pretty good sized blood stain on her shirt and she's shaky. Her voice is shaky. Her actions are shaky while detectives aren't in the room, but it's still recording. She sits in her chair with her hands in her lap looking down. She's very uncomfortable. Morgan, on the other hand, was extremely calm. She can be seen dancing around the room while detectives... Um, are out of the room and she's singing to herself she's covered in blood Um, she's just like randomly touching the walls just whistling it's really uncomfortable and surreal to watch that this girl has been taken in with blood on her shirt after being missing for hours and she's just like whatever just like casually roaming around the room
1: 12 years old too that's just crazy it seems that every single story you tell me of that's crazy like this There's someone who's dancing or acting casual. Mm -hmm. They just, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, like a sociopath. Yeah, sociopathic behavior. And that comes into question a lot in her interview, which I'm going to explain to you. A lot of people say she's showing signs Mm -hmm. uh, that she's a sociopath. So police immediately ask the girls if they killed Peyton and they both say Yes anisa asked before being interviewed so after they're like did you kill her she's like yeah she goes um can i just ask you a question how far did we walk
1: what in the world and
0: the detective's like what and she's like well i'm just i'm not very athletic and so i'm really interested to know how far we walked because it felt like we walked forever so i just want to know how far we walked
1: that's so weird she's so young
0: i just killed my friend but i i really want to know how far we walked after
1: that makes no sense
0: Morgan was abnormally mature through her whole interview in a very immature way. Um, she knew a lot about the law. She knew that what she had done was wrong. She was acting very nonchalant about the whole thing as a defense mechanism, like a very immature way to handle something. Mm-hmm. She was using big words, but didn't really know what the words meant. Okay, Does that make sense? She had yes. that personality of like, I'm going to make you feel stupid. I'm going to make you feel lesser, but she's only 12. And so she's not really making that much sense. Yeah. So it um, just comes, it's, it's, it's very uncomfortable
1: to watch. And I mean, I guess I said 12 is young. Yeah. 12 is young, but I mean, I guess you're starting to grow up, right? No, And
0: that's what I'm saying is she knew, she knew the law. She yeah. knew like, she was saying things like, are you going to put me in an insane asylum? Or are you going to send me to jail? Like she knew that she was about to be punished for what she did but she's also 12 and so the th- the the way she's saying it and the things she's saying are very immature okay but i feel like she knew more about things than a normal 12 year old would so that's why i'm saying she's Im- she was mature in an immature way yeah
1: their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination.
0: New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com MWMH or text MWMH to
1: 500-500. We're jumping into an ad right now, and I, no joke... I've had this question I think about all the time because I hate getting sick. Do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is Armra colostrum. Our audience receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash husband.
0: Do you ever find that when you're traveling, you can't help but worry about what's going on back home? Again, did you remember to lock up everything or close all the windows? It's so easy for those little concerns to nag at you while you're trying to enjoy your trip. And that's why we highly recommend looking into Simply Safe home security today. It's all about giving you the top-notch security and total peace of mind, no matter where your summer adventures take you. It's like having that extra layer of protection so you can truly relax and enjoy your time away.
1: Simply Safe has given us and many of our listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get twenty percent off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
0: So they ask Morgan and Anissa separately if they knew that they were going to kill Peyton when they took her to the park, and they both say yeah, because they're trying to see if it was premeditated or an accident. They ask if they knew before that, that they were going to do it. And they said, yeah, we did. They say, well, then how long did you know that you were going to kill Peyton before you killed her? And they said, "Uh, we've been planning the death of Peyton for six months together.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: When cops ask why.
1: That is crazy.
0: The girls tell them that there was a man who said that he was going to kill both of their families if they didn't kill Peyton. So cops are immediately a little relieved. Like, this makes more sense for a third party to be involved in something this chilling. Two 12-year-old girls did not just kill their best friend. A man must have groomed them and convinced them, um, you know, by threatening their families to kill their best friend.
1: So would you believe that if you were... I'm just curious. If you were the cop right now, you're the detectives, and they said, yeah, a man told us they were going to kill our families if we didn't kill her.
0: I... I would if they were acting more scared okay but the fact that they were both just like I mean I mean Anissa's scared but she's scared because she's in trouble she's not scared because of what she did and Morgan just doesn't care at all yeah and so to me it's like well I feel like if it was like they had been threatened and groomed and this man was like I'm gonna kill your family if you don't kill this girl they would have been insanely scared and non-talkative not answering questions
1: yeah no i agree with that that's why i wanted to ask
0: so authorities knew they had to figure out who this unknown man was if this man even existed morgan tells the detectives that she doesn't know the man but anissa does and anissa was the one who told her that he had said if you if we don't kill Peyton, that he was going to kill our families so morgan is immediately placing blame on on anissa Anissa is not. She's just answering the questions, taking responsibility, sharing responsibility with Morgan. When cops ask Anissa who the man is and how she met him, she tells them one of the strangest things they've ever heard. Anissa asks detectives if they know about Creepypasta Wiki. She explains that it's a website full of horror stories online and that's how she met the man
1: creepy pasta wiki
0: you've never heard of creepy pasta i've
1: never heard of creepy it's like
0: these made-up stories that people can get on and write and it's like a made-up story that's super super like you know that book that you used to be able to check out of the library in school that was like scary stories Juice to tell bumps? in the dark no <laughs> oh. no the actual book is called scary stories oh. they just made a movie off of it
1: oh, okay where yeah. it's like uh-huh. the
0: fake stories with monsters or whatever yeah pastas like that but anyone can write in it's like a okay. form and, and you can do it
1: got it got it she's
0: 12 though uh-huh. and it's it, it's about horror stories like it's about horrible things that happen
1: can't believe i've never heard of but this before i
0: can't believe you've never heard a creepypasta it's
1: probably because
0: i've never been on creepypasta but i've heard people tell stories and be like oh that's a creepypasta story
1: i'm sure everyone that likes true crime knows what creepy pasta yeah. is so.
0: so um she's like we, i met the man on creepypasta Okay, And detectives are like, okay, so it's a chat room, some type of communication that is accessible through the website. Like, how did you meet this man? This is when Anissa tells them that she actually knows the name of the man that she met. They ask who,
1: um,
0: who's this man that told you that you had to kill your best friend? And she goes, have you ever heard of Slender Man? It was him.
1: Oh my God! So
0: Slender Man started as a creepypasta story and is now turned into there's movies made about it
1: i didn't know that it was. so the
0: story of slender man can on creepypasta originally contained two images of a bunch of kids and you can see s- this character slender man uh-huh. in the background um the paragraph that accompanies these pictures claim that these pictures were taken right before a bunch of these kids went missing So if you as a listener don't know, Slender Man is an extremely tall, faceless figure who wears a suit and has long, creepy hands. Do you have anything to add?
1: No, I mean, that's about as much as I know.
0: So apparently Slender Man on Creepypasta, it's not sure whether he's a friend or a foe to little kids, but that he just hangs out with little kids. So, and that these little kids go missing, but they never really know what happens to them. So it's kind of like he might be yeah. a friend of little kids, but kids also go missing around him. So that's like the whole creepypasta thing. That's
1: so crazy that it all started as an online story on creepypasta. Uh-huh. I would have never known that.
0: Yeah. So the girls, Morgan and Anissa, knew every single detail there was to know about Slenderman. They went off about him in their interviews. As soon as they opened the Slender Man floodgates, these girls are excited to be talking about him with the cops. Um, they had both gone down a rabbit hole of Slender Man. Um, in
1: 2014... 2014- how big was slender man
0: so other teens loved him the slender man video game came out around this time okay um and kids love to scare themselves playing it don't you remember all the youtube videos of like yeah a 12 year old making another 12 year old friend play the game and then scaring um i actually have played slender man once on an app like on the app store Uh uh-huh and i was like this game isn't fun because it's so scary because the creepy, it. he's like tall and you're just walking around like a graveyard or woods or wherever you're at and then all of a sudden slender man pops up
1: that's so freaky and
0: then you got to get away or something i don't really <laughs> remember but people even started writing fake articles about slender man on websites like it was like so he was
1: big the, yeah the yeah Slenderman once you got
0: into Slendermanville. I don't know if that's what to call Slendermanville. it, but it was like this whole, there was like articles about what Slender man did this week and what kids he took this week. Like okay. it became this huge rabbit hole of like a, another life. Um, people were making up stories that involved him, like the boogeyman or Bigfoot, you know, kids getting on saying, I ran into Slender man at the mall and he told me this and this and yeah. this. Anissa explains to detectives after going off about Slender man, that she actually, too, had seen Slenderman on the bus one day. This was after they had gotten into Creepy creepypasta and researched yep. it, whatever. So she says that he had come into her and Morgan's life and was now a part of their life. Like she was, they were some of his children.
1: Okay. You know, yep. that he
0: likes to play with or whatever. So after that.
1: This is so freaky.
0: Morgan told Anissa that Slent. So now Morgan. So Anisa introduces Morgan to Slenderman says, "Look at creepy pasta." So yep. Anisa was on Slender or was on creepy pasta, introduces Morgan to it and after she says, after Anisa goes, Morgan, I just saw Slenderman on the bus, Morgan says, "Hey, Slenderman has a mansion in Nicolette National Park, and he told me that if we kill Peyton, we can come live with him in his mansion because we will have proved ourselves to him.
1: Did Peyton not know about creepy pasta?
0: Peyton knew that they were interested in slender man and that they talked about him a lot and that they were interested in these dark, gory death things. Uh But she was like, I just thought, you know, Peyton was very soft hearted. She was a go with the flow type girl. And so she was like, I just go along with it, you know, Yeah, which is why she was kind of starting to pull away as being friends with them. But she was also very genuine and nice. And so it wasn't like her to just be like, I don't like you guys. Bye. You know? Yeah, So, At this point in the interview, it's very eerie because these 12-year-old girls are talking about murdering their friend and that Slender Man told them to do it. And it's like murder. Like, it's a huge deal. But these kids are only 12. Like, they can't even really fathom what happened. They're more interested in Slender Man than they are about the fact that they just killed their best friend. Yeah.
1: It seems like they're so wrapped up in this whole Slender Man Mm -hmm. idea.
0: Yeah, it was like they were basically living in an alternate universe. Uh-huh. So, a part in Anissa's interview that I personally thought was weird that nothing, that I didn't see brought up on anything was the fact that she is talking to the detective and the detective's like telling her like, "Well, yeah, but you know, you know, I know he told you to kill your best friend, but like what were you thinking?" Da-da-da. and she says she's crying and she says, "Oh, well, I thought he was real." That's what she says. I thought he was real
1: morgan said no
0: this is Anissa." sorry Anissa morgan said, does not cry at all through her whole interview <laughs> okay um she says to him to the detective i thought he was real and this was only hours after killing one of her friends for him like that fast she figured out that he wasn't real so she really went out and killed her best friend for this guy but then only hours later is like well i thought he was real
1: uh, yeah. like how
0: all of a sudden does she not believe that he's not real anymore like that yeah. doesn't It seems to me like she's 12 and doesn't realize that when she just said that the verbiage she used sounds like an excuse that a child wouldn't understand just gave her up, Mm -hmm. you know? So detectives ask Morgan what she thought would happen after stabbing her friend. And she says that she thought she would get in trouble eventually. She says, my mom says that everything, every bad thing you do catches up to you. So I guess this is catching up to me.
1: Well, wow, um, this is kind of came to me, but could you imagine being the parents right now oh, in yeah. this situation? Oh, yeah. This is crazy.
0: So she explains that they had you know, planned this for six months and it had became hard not to tell anyone because they were super excited about it. This is how she's talking about the event. Um, and Anissa tells detectives that they would actually talk about it at school and even in front of Peyton, but they would use code words so nobody um, but them knew it was like crackers was for knife and like they would talk
1: oh my gosh Uh these girls are crazy oh yeah
0: so they actually came up with three plans they originally had one plan but then they had to go to plan b and then they had to go to plan c to kill Peyton. um the first one was that they were going to duct tape Peyton's mouth at the sleepover while she was sleeping and then stab her in the neck Oh, my! Um, Morgan, actually that night, remember how I said that they went to bed early? Yeah. Morgan put headphones on and set an alarm, like plugged in headphones into an alarm clock and set an alarm. So it would only wake her up at 2 a.m. And then she was going to wake a niece up and they were going to do it. Yep. But when she woke up at 2 a.m., she woke a niece up and they were like tired. And so they were like, oh, let's just not do it. And we'll do it in the morning and went back to bed. So they go back to bed and plan one fails. The next morning they are playing dress up and while they are playing dress up Peyton goes into the bathroom to put an outfit on and Morgan tells Anisa while Peyton's in the bathroom that they should go to the park and kill Peyton in one of the bathroom stalls.
1: I can't my I just can't comprehend that 12 year olds are talking about this. I can't comprehend it.
0: The part that's weird is like they're going back and forth between being a 12 year old and them being murderers. Like we're at Skateland. Yeah. I'm sure they had fun at Skateland. We're at eating frozen yogurt. I'm sure they wanted frozen yogurt. I'm sure they finished their frozen yogurt. They're playing dress up the next morning. I'm sure they're enjoying playing dress up. But then all of a sudden it's like, Hey Anissa, so should we kill Peyton now?
1: Yeah. Like the psychopathic behavior there is just off the charts. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I literally wrote that. That was my next point is that it's just crazy to me how immature their brains were at this point to be being able to like bounce back and forth between childlike play and that desire to be you know when you're a child oh, all you want to do is play but then yeah. also this bounce back of like we really like creepypasta and like
1: so like but then it goes through my mind so were they actually having fun at the skate park or were they just faking everything so you know that what they i'm saying so they could exactly. kill Play.
0: Yeah, so they talked about while she was in the bathroom, one of the things they talked about that if they went to the park bathroom and did it, that there are drains in the stalls in the park bathroom and it would be perfect for her blood to go down. Oh, man. But it's funny because to me, it's like, they're thinking about, oh, her blood could go down the drain, but they're not thinking...
1: Someone can still find it. If I stab my
0: friend in the middle of the night at the sleepover, who's the only suspect? Yeah. If, you know, like they're not.
1: Well, it's everything. Someone can still find the blood in the drain. There's just just so so much. It
0: just shows that they're really 12. Mm -hmm. Like they really are 12 years old. anisa says that in her interview she says we decided to go to the park we decided that was the plan so morgan grabbed the knife out of the kitchen and then showed her the knife in her waistband while they were all three walking to the park but morgan says no anisa grabbed the knife at home and put it in her bag so one of them Uh. is lying this is the first time not the first time because morgan kind of is blaming it on Anissa the whole time. Like, Anissa talked to Slenderman. Anissa said that Slenderman was going to kill our but family. The,
1: but they're smart enough to try to blame who had the knife on the other person.
0: So I think Morgan was smart enough okay. to put the blame on Anissa. Anissa was just telling the truth. Got it. Anissa was just telling how it happened. You can tell through the interview that Morgan is being a lot more sneaky than Anissa is. Anissa just confessing to what happened. Okay. So Morgan is still placing blame on Anissa. Um, Anissa says that she read on Creepypasta that it's easier to kill somebody if they're asleep or unconscious and that you shouldn't look them in the eyes. And so, which, a 12-year-old reading that online. Who put that online? Who wrote that online on Creepypasta? It's easier to kill someone if they're asleep. And don't look them in the eyes when you kill them. Why are we not investigating that person? Because how do they know that?
1: Uh How do they know that?
0: So when they get to the park, they get Peyton into the bathroom stall and Anissa actually tries to knock Peyton out. She hits her on the head, but she doesn't hit hard enough. And so Peyton's like, ow, what the crap? Like, why'd you just hit me? And they all just brush it off. Like, they're like, oh, sorry. And then they just run out of the bathroom because the girls lose their nerve because they're like, what we didn't knock her heck? out. We didn't knock her out. Like, and we
1: Peyton didn't question it. She didn't go, oh, they just tried to. <laughs>
0: knock me out knock well she's me 12 out. and yeah. like she's so soft-hearted like that's what everyone kept saying was that's so sad and so anisa says that they should go after that anisa's like we should just go walking down into the woods because in the park they're in there's like also woods that you can go down into off of the park yeah so she's like let's go you know walking into the woods to get off the trail um and Morgan's like, We can go bird watching in the forest. Let's go bird watching. So they get down into the forest and at this point in the interview Morgan says, It's really sad how trusting Peyton was of us to just go down there with us. That's like horrible. she has absolutely no remorse for uh, what happened.
1: Yeah, that's horrible.
0: So once they get down into the woods, Morgan says, Let's play hide and seek. Um, I'll count and you two go hide. So Anissa, when she's running off to hide with Peyton says, let's hide in separate places. And then as they hide, Morgan comes to Anissa and says, listen, we'll be like lionesses and we'll chase her down like a zebra. What? Um, Anissa will tackle her and Morgan will do the stabbing. That's the plan they make right there on the spot because they felled in the bathroom. And so what Anissa told Peyton to do was go lay down and like cover yourself in leaves and stuff to hide. Not, and Peyton didn't understand that they were trying to get her down oh. already instead mm-hmm. of, cause they, they tried to knock her out once and it didn't work. Didn't so work. they're worried they're not going to be able to overpower her. So they need her laying down. Okay. So Morgan tells Anissa to tell her when to do it. And so when Anissa is five feet away from Peyton in the woods on that day, she screams, She screams, now, go ballistic, go crazy, make sure she's down.
1: That's what she screamed?
0: Uh Uh-huh. So then, it's just horrible. So Morgan says, she then turned to Peyton and said, don't be afraid, I'm only a little kitty cat, and then jumped on her and started stabbing her over and over and
1: over. What in the world? Why are they saying these things? Because. They're just, well, they're crazy, obviously, but.
0: I mean, they were. They were weird. Like, yeah. they were weird. They were into... And I don't want to say... I mean, like, I guess someone could call me weird for liking this, uh-huh. liking true crime. But, like, they were weird in uh, a sense that the stuff they were liking was not
1: well just a
0: fascination with true crime. It was, like... It was them. It was part of
1: them. Totally. And, I mean, honestly, there's a difference between liking true crime and... Being pl- a murderer. Planning to kill somebody. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: So yeah and the don't be afraid i'm only a little kitty cat so that part goes to what i was talking about in her interview when she tries to make you feel stupid so for her to be like don't be afraid i'm only a little kitty cat and then start stabbing it's like her trying to put herself on a different level like how funny is that that mm-hmm. i just said that that i said that before i did it like how funny is that yeah I see what it's you're like saying. her putting herself on a different level than everybody as a defense mechanism. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, the it interview is. was just weird. Anyway, so she starts stabbing her over and over again. Um, the way they both explain the actual murder, it's like nothing. Like, they were more hyped up talking about Slender Man. They're so... They were just both like, oh, yeah, and then, and then she started stabbing her. There was absolutely no remorse. The only remorse that was shown on Anisa's end was when she was thought she was in trouble. Wow. Yeah. So... When detectives ask Morgan who stabbed Peyton, she said, both of us. And Anissa said, no, Morgan did the stabbing.
1: Mm -hmm. It's so hard because I don't know how to react to some of these sometimes. You know, it's just like, wow, great. Like, it really is just mind blowing. I
0: know. So when the detective asked, well, okay, who stabbed first then, Morgan? She said, well, how am I supposed to remember that? Like, she just. It's another way of like, you're stupid. How am I yeah. supposed to remember that? But it's like,
1: well, okay, you, girl,
0: you saying that right there yeah. just proves that, you know, like it's, it was just so weird the way she talked.
1: That is weird. Um,
0: she did the stabbing by herself. Anissa didn't oh, stab. It was just okay. Morgan. So it was at this point in the interview, and this is so chilling to watch. This part of the interview gave me goosebumps. Anissa turns to the detective interviewing her and goes, where is it? And the detective's like, mm, where's what? And she goes, uh, Peyton's body. Is it still out there in the woods?
1: What? I think it's kind of weird that she referred to it as it.
0: First, right. First, instead it's of where's weird.
1: Peyton's body.
0: But then she says, Peyton's body. Okay, first, let me tell you something. The girls called Peyton Bella. It was like a nickname they had for her. So in the interview, if you go back and watch, don't be confused. They call her Bella.
1: Did they say the reason why? No,
0: they they said they knew another Peyton. And so they gave Peyton the nickname of Bella. Okay. So don't be confused if you go back and watch. They're referring to her as Bella, but it's Peyton. So anyway, she says, where's Peyton's body? Is it still out there in the woods? And that's when the detective pauses for a second and then turns to Anissa and slowly says, do you think Peyton died? Because she didn't. She's no alive and she's at the hospital. Way. Yeah.
1: That is. And Anissa
0: scary. goes, oh, okay. They both thought that they had killed her.
1: Holy but she wasn't crap. dead. crap. That is.
0: Insane. That's insane. Oh, yeah. So that morning.
1: So, sorry, go back a second. So was her, oh, okay, just like. Awkward. Was it awkward? Like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: like, oh, we didn't kill her. It was like, oh, okay. like Like she instantly was like
1: like we're in trouble and we didn't kill her yeah like like everything Mm -hmm. went horrible according Mm -hmm. to our plan
0: and morgan was like did peyton die that's like one of the like one of the first things she asks and the detective is like no she's alive and she's at the hospital and she goes oh okay they both re because they both were a hundred percent sure that they had killed her
1: I mean, it makes sense, though, as a 12-year-old, when someone stops breathing, which I'm sure yes happened, they thought, oh, she's dead.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to think, st- stabbing, they had stabbed her, it takes a lot of force and energy yes. to stab someone. And so...
1: And they're 12 they're stabbing with maybe a, a kitchen dual knife. kitchen knife. It was a,
0: like a bread knife.
1: Yeah. So, oh, wait, it was Like a one bread of those knife?
0: long... Bread knives? Yeah.
1: Like the not very sharp ones?
0: Not very sharp, but long.
1: Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. It's like really jagged edged. Yes. That's what they were stabbing her with. Wow. Yeah. So that morning, back up, Greg Steinberg had been riding his bike when he came across a young girl on the side of the road bleeding out. He called 911 while the little girl told him that she couldn't breathe. So she was lucid. She was covered in blood and looked like she had dragged herself to the side of the road. Whoa. When officer Dan Klein, who was at the video store, but responded to this call arrived, she told him that her friend Morgan had stabbed her with a big knife. That's all she said. The paramedics took her and rushed her to the hospital. At the hospital, the ER doctor says this 12-year-old is dying. Her heart was in overdrive. She had stab wounds all over her body. This is when Peyton gets out, mutters at the hospital that another friend was there at the stabbing, but doesn't say Anisa's name. Oh, okay. Cops then go to Peyton's mom. Peyton was being rushed into surgery. She had five stab wounds on her arm, seven on her leg, 19 total stab wounds.
1: Well, I feel like it's kind of strange that they would stab her on her arm and leg or no,
0: it was all over her body So it was on her chest and abdomen as well oh, okay. But it went all the way from her arms all the way down to her legs 19
1: that, that is so 19 many. stab wounds. How can how can a 12 year old girl stab someone 19 times?
0: So the stab wounds to the chest Stopped at the wall of the artery and that's why she didn't die. Oh. Had it gone even a width? Of a piece of a human hair deeper, she would have died. That's how close the blade got to the one of the arteries. Okay. But that's why she didn't die, was they couldn't, they weren't strong enough to get the blade in very far. So even though she got stabbed 19 times.
1: Oh, this is so chilling. This is just crazy. They weren't
0: strong enough to get it in very far. Yeah. And so Peyton um is still in the hospital a week later after successfully getting out of surgery. So they finish up the interviews with the girls. Um, Peyton gets out of surgery and they go to ask her what happened because they can't really arrest the girl. I mean, they can, but they wanted to get Peyton's side of the story. Totally. So Peyton claims that she didn't actually feel the attack because she immediately went into shock. She said Morgan eventually just stopped stabbing and stared at her. And Peyton said, muttered to her, I trusted you. And then they just said, just lay down, Peyton, and rest and we'll go get you some help. and Peyton said she knew they weren't going to get help yeah so she tried to get up but she couldn't see and she said to them i can't see i can't breathe and they just ran away and left her there in the woods
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So she sat there for a minute and then she said that she knew she had to get out of the woods because she wouldn't be found if she was that deep in the woods. So slowly she made her way back out to a patch of grass that was on the side of the road and then just laid down and waited to be found.
1: That's so smart of her to realize that, especially in, I mean, after being stabbed 19 times.
0: Exactly. So both Anissa and Morgan were arrested for first degree attempted homicide being tried as adults. okay there are certain offenses in wisconsin that if committed over the age of 10 they have to be tried as an adult there's a lot of debate over this on one side they were 12 they were not making much sense as far as a normal person would think you know if i kill this girl who's been with me for the last 24 hours i'll be a suspect they weren't thinking about the end result like an adult would Mm -hmm. but on the other hand morgan literally said in her interview that she felt no remorse like when he said, do you feel bad? She said, no. Um, she had felt nothing, which was weird, but whatever. That's what she said. They both did not, you know, feel bad at all for what they had done. They knew it was wrong. They said in their interviews that they knew it was wrong. They knew they were going to get arrested. They both stated that. Um, the question becomes, did they know the difference between right and wrong to the core or just the surface level of right and wrong? Like I should not kill somebody. Yeah. So when footage came out of the girls in shackles and jumpsuits in the courtroom at their hearings, public opinion became split. And I don't know if you noticed when I was reading my sources, it was like Fox News, CNN that yep. was covering this story. Everyone was like, they're 12 years old. Either they should or shouldn't be. It was completely torn on whether these girls should be tried as adult. That became a huge part of this oh, case. Oh, I- I'm sure. So when they searched the girls' homes and lockers, um, trying to get some more evidence behind that they think you know they should be tried as an adult, there was a lot of weird stuff. A lot of drawings of Slender Man were found in the girls' things. A lot of dolls and Barbies that had been mutilated oh red my gosh. markers on them as blood, hands cut off, feet cut off of Barbies. Okay. So, something about this is I've heard this saying where girls see Barbie dolls how they see themselves. So, if a girl. Oh destroys her barbie doll it might mean that she not doesn't feel that good about themselves you see this a lot in like sexual abuse victims who are abused they start to act out on their dolls because they're not they're not feeling good themselves and i think that has a lot to say with why they did this to their dolls
1: i kind of wonder if this whole thing derived even started from slender man though like when did they start Doing this stuff to the Barbies. Barbies right? Was it before Slender Man? Was it after Slender Man? So they something
0: about that comes out that okay. I'll tell you in a minute. So um, drawings of death and darkness are found in the girl's things. Some people say these were signs that these two girls were not okay. Um, on the girl's home computer, there were searches of how to get away with murder. How to plead criminally insane.
1: It's kind of like what you said before. They were 12. So they weren't thinking that, oh, the cops could go look at my search mm-hmm. history.
0: Um, at, at their school library, both of them were checking out books on the prison system and mental health conditions. So they. Wow. They knew that what they were doing was wrong. They were both looking. They into- were
1: completely aware mm-hmm. and they were trying to figure out how to get out of it.
0: Uh huh. So they were held at a county jail for months. While police were like gathering all of this, which is weird. Like a normally a a juvenile isn't held in a county jail for that long. Yeah, There was no mental health staff there. um, Just two 12 year olds being held in county jail. Morgan's mom says that they had talked to her about Slenderman. They knew that she was obsessed with Slenderman. Um, She just didn't think that Morgan thought it was that real. And she was like, we, I mean, every, there was video games about it. There was a movie coming out about it. Like we didn't think it was that dark of a subject that could lead to murder.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, She also said that when they asked Morgan's mom, are you surprised that Morgan did this? She said, not really. What? She said when we, when Morgan was little and we used to show her like kid shows that had sadness, like Bambi's mom dying or like things like that. Morgan would show absolutely no emotion. Like, it wouldn't even affect her at all. She wouldn't ask about it. She wouldn't talk okay. about it.
1: But you probably... I mean, I could be wrong. I would assume you probably don't think of those things until something happens, and then you go back and go, oh, oh my daughter never weird. showed any any emotion yes, to yeah. XXX. So
0: here's the big thing that came out in this case. Morgan's biological dad has schizophrenia. Okay. And when the doctor's started observing her and studying her after the murder or after the attempted murder um they said that morgan has early onset schizophrenia okay um most doctors say it's weird because it should develop later but because her dad has schizophrenia and they can look for the signs they're pretty sure they said while morgan was being held in county jail she would talk to slender man and lord voldemort and all oh. these dark characters like fictional dark characters she would talk to them like they were friends with so her. it
1: makes more sense why morgan was the one who said oh i saw slender man on the mm-hmm. bus and all well that. so
0: anisa said she saw slender man on the bus but morgan was the oh, one who sorry. said we have to kill Peyton. okay so because anisa was into everyone on creepypasta was saying they were seeing slender man okay. that wasn't that, that wasn't that weird
1: got that mm-hmm. um
0: the weird part was the killing because a lot of kids were interested in Slenderman. No one killed for him.
1: Well, see, now I'm kind of curious cuz Anisa said that she saw Slenderman.
0: So they diagnosed and we've talked about this disease on here before. They diagnosed Anisa with shared psychotic disorder, which means it's a such a high or such a low probability, but she met someone who served oh. as that person that she could share the psychosis with. Not I like very rare do people have. It was the sisters. Remember? Yeah. The one sister was actually the evil like one. Like yes, right? Yes, that was the evil one. And then the other sister just shared the psychosis with her because she was that close with her. So if Anissa wouldn't have met Morgan, she probably would have never killed anybody.
1: Okay, yep. I remember but this.
0: Because Morgan has schizophrenia and has this, this mental illness... Anissa didn't have schizophrenia, but she gained a mental illness that was shared psychosis with her. Okay, yeah. So, which then in turn made her into this and made her feel these things. And and it is, it's real, it's a real disorder. Wow,
1: that that's a pretty interesting disorder. Just the whole concept of it is really, I know it's kind of hard to comprehend. It is,
0: it's hard it, because it's what are the chances. Yeah. What are the chances that you meet someone who brings this out in you? Mm-hmm. It's so low that you're gonna find somebody else who is off. You know who is off far enough that it can bring it out of you.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. I don't it's know.
0: It's so low. And they talk about this a lot in like true crime about how if there's ever like partner killers, it's just what are the chances that you got two people together who were willing to kill? Totally. And most of the time, it's one person was a hundred percent on board, was the ringleader. And they ended up persuading or there was a shared psychosis disorder or Mm -hmm. whatever where the other person was a submissive and was able to do it with them because of their personality type. Yeah. So in August of 2015, a judge rules that the girls will in fact be charged as adults. It was kind of up in the air. They were fighting it. And this judge is like, no, they're getting charged as adults. Adult crime is adult court, he said. In 2017, Anissa goes to trial first. She pleads guilty instead of going to an actual trial and was diagnosed with the shared psychotic disorder, but instead goes to trial for whether she should go to prison or to a hospital. Um, the jury deliberates for 11 hours and it comes back that she should be sent to a state mental institution for 25 years.
1: Well, oh, that's a long time.
0: So she's still there.
1: Is that a long time? Is 25 years a long time? Yes. Okay. It seems like a extreme. Well, because long
0: time. I think they tried to kill someone.
1: So let see, she'll be 37 when she gets out.
0: Yeah. She's 17 right now.
1: So she's still got 20 more years. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess in Wisconsin, once you've served a certain amount of time, you can then
1: ask like, for... Like test out almost, Well, basically. it's like
0: probation or it's like yeah. um, you can ask for appeal or like release
1: but i wonder if it's a little different with mental hospitals like you have to prove you're I think not so
0: so morgan then cuts a deal with prosecution at her trial as well they're like yeah we're not taking this to trial she gets 40 years in a mental mental institution and both the girls are 17 now still serving Wow. it took months for Peyton to recover physically and even more mentally she still struggles to this day she's a senior in high school um She was a senior in high school in 2019. Oh, so recently. Yeah. Uh, When Peyton went back to school, the officer um, who was named their new resource officer for the school happened to be Dan Klein, the man who responded and found her. Yep. Um, Peyton said that if she could talk to Morgan today, she would actually thank her. She loves her life now. She loves who she is now. This has made her a very strong person. Good for Um, her. And so she's like, although I know it's weird to sound like I would thank her, I'm really happy with my life and Mm -hmm. the person I've become because of this. Um, And so, I mean, I don't want my life to change. I like where my life's at. So she said I would thank her. Um, And, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got on this story.
1: That was a good one. You never heard of this one before?
0: No, I had heard of it briefly, not near these details that I knew, but I had heard – Of a slender man killing. I don't think I knew right away when she sent it to me that I had heard of it. But then when I researched it, I was like, oh, crap, I've heard of this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. That was. I'm glad she's alive. I like the ones when people end up alive because it makes me. I know. makes me happier. I know.
0: It was actually like the scary part is the doctor said if they had gone through with their first plan of killing her in the middle of the night, she probably wouldn't be alive. Yeah. Because you can cut the throat a a lot lot easier easier than just stabbing someone.
1: Oh what a story i know it's not, it's not even a story the hard it's real is
0: the whole time i'm watching i'm like how oh, i'm going back and forth of like they're 12 year olds but this crime is horrible but they're 12 year olds yeah. like i'm going back and forth of like oh no 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 they completely knew she's manipulated da, da, da. and then i'm like wait but she's 12 like l- listen to the things she's saying like and then anisa being like well i thought that he was real and it's like t- t- Three hours later, you figured out he's fake after you just killed for him. Like, that doesn't really make sense. Like, yeah, the whole time I'm just know. pulling back and forth of how I feel.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That one's hard. I mean, obviously, there were, something was wrong. Oh, they, yeah. Like,
0: well, I mean, they di- it, something she was has messed up. schizophrenia. They've diagnosed it. And totally. that's just heartbreaking all on its own and that there was mental illness. And the thing about it is, is like. I feel, I find that in a lot of other cases, we're like, there were signs. Why did no one do anything? There were mm-hmm. signs. He got locked up and released and locked up and released and locked up. Like, why didn't we just keep him locked up? And then it's like, because his first offense was when he was 17 years old. Yeah. It's like their first offense was when they were 12. Are you supposed to keep them locked up their whole life?
1: Know. You know,
0: and then risk. I don't know. Like, so then I go back to, well, crap. I mean it's just so hard
1: yeah it's really hard that's why I, i'm
0: not god that's why it's hard
1: it's <laughs> why it's not my job to yeah to decide that to decide this
0: oh yeah i know this case i is, let the
1: professionals handle this that case one. is
0: pretty controversial on the fact that they were 12 uh-huh because i mean how do everyone everyone is different on how to handle it and honestly i don't know
1: yeah i don't know if i can make a decision about this i'm curious i mean i'm sure our listeners even might have Mm-hmm. different opinions because this yeah. is such a comment hard on, one.
0: um on the posts, we are going to post about this on us on our social media it's murder with my husband on instagram facebook and twitter we do get a lot of comments and threads going about the cases so if you have an opinion about this case or you know a detail that i didn't include because i'm sorry guys i'm not always going to be 100 right or accurate <laughs> or get every detail um please go on and comment and we can start replying let me know what you think about should they have been tried as adults also comment where you're from we had a girl comment last week who said she's from south africa mm-hmm. which just blew my mind i'm just so honored and was just out of my mind i was like thank you so much for listening like so genuinely happy it's so crazy so comment where you're from comment if you have a thought about this we love to see it we love to reply and
1: hey, maybe we can get all 50 states yeah you know? no i want
0: all <laughs> the countries i don't know how every many single countries every, there every
1: are. single country <laughs> No, it really is cool though to see where everyone's from, mm-hmm. and I sometimes wonder, like, how did people find our podcast? Did they just stumble across it? Did a friend tell them, exactly. like, how is that? How's that happening?
0: I know. I'm like, hey, sister in South Africa, um, how did you figure out that we were doing this little podcast yeah. out of our office? Like, <laughs>
1: it's so funny,
0: I know. Well, I guess it's out of our spare bedroom, it's not in yeah. our office. <laughs> you
1: guys should see this if have a pretty funny, I mean.
0: I know we need to do a live one time.
1: Oh, we have to clean up. It's like we're surrounded by boxes yes. in here.
0: Yeah. This is our spare bedroom. We
1: have two spare uh, box, box springs as so it doesn't echo. Yeah. We put them in the office so it wouldn't <laughs> echo a lot. So they're just sitting yeah, we in here. we need to
0: do a live one time and show you guys what I our know. setup is. It's hilarious. That's funny. Okay. Well, that's all I have for this week. So I love it. And I hate it. Goodbye.